Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Carrie, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I like things with C. Oh, like what? Like cats. Yeah. Carrie. And coffee. And coffee. I, I love coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For whatever reason, there's just a lot of see things in my life. <laughs> so. One of the ways that you can support John in his love of coffee is you can go to buymeacoffee.com backslash couples and you can literally support our podcast and send John a coffee. So it's really great. It's a one-time thing that you're able to support couples becoming intentional to keep us on the airwaves. The airwaves. The airwaves. (laughs) (laughs) So make sure you go to buymeacoffee.com backslash couples and buy this man a coffee because it starts with the letter C. Carrie likes coffee sometimes. Carrie likes coffee with lots of sugar and cream. (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. (laughs) I feel like this is what we do in our intro. That's right. (laughs) That's okay. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about how we work together because we own a business together or I own a business and you work in it. It's all kind of funky. Would you say that's what it is? Yeah. I was going <laughs> to try to make a joke about like, now nah, you, you own me or you, oh. I work for the <laughs> woman. No, no, no. It's mostly just, yeah, we kind of work together. We kind of, we kind of, we are utilizing each other's strengths yeah. in our business to be able to provide a service for people, which is really fun. Yeah. And so like on the front, it's like, Carrie says, like, I can provide these services. Mm-hmm. And the podcast editor is like one of the services. And mm-hmm. anytime that someone approaches her for that, she just gives it to me. Yes, exactly. So, so that's, we'll talk more about how we actually make, make all of that work. And we can even, yeah, we can dive into a couple different things. But before we officially dive in, we have a puppy. We do. Oh my gosh. My Instagram has just been taken over by this, this puppy. <laughs> And she's the puppy of the day. She's puppy. the pet. So pet. it's not just puppy. It's oh, the, she. Wow. We're recording this on June seventh, and she is the official pet of the day for Northeastern Wisconsin, which yes. is so exciting. She's so famous. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Hope for taking a photo and having the connections to make that all happen. So, okay, before we dive into talking about business, how is it going with the puppy? <laughs> uh, day. So I've always heard, like, talking to other people Mm -hmm. that, like, the first day is the worst. Yeah. Like, that's when they're most stressed. They miss Mm -hmm. their litter mates. They miss their mom. They miss, like, where they used, like, where they grew up since Mm -hmm. that point. Um, Day one, she was, like, an angel. She was, like, she held both her poop and pee until (laughs) we got out of the car. We had a two and a half hour drive. To go pick her up. Mm -hmm. And then back. Bring her home. Yeah. And so... It wasn't terrible. She whined for like the first 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then she was quiet the rest of the time. Um, yeah. And it was just like, and then we got out of the car, put her on the lawn and she like just pooped twice and we're like, oh my goodness, this is going to be so easy. I like, I like, I didn't have to do anything for body training. She already mm-hmm. knows to go on the grass. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward to like day three. I feel like day three was like the worst for us. Yeah. Uh, she slept 
we're crate training our dog mm-hmm. um and she's doing really great mm-hmm. uh just today she had no pee in her crate which is so nice uh when she woke up she had, and so we're like oh my goodness this is we've heard horror stories of, oh yeah of puppies and so we're just like we were expecting the worst right and so yeah. we're awestruck by the fact that like she's so great i mean granted she, next week this could be a totally different story right <laughs> i doubt it she <laughs> listens to my voice like if mm-hmm. i call for her she'll come back to me most of the time most of the time yeah um and she's so she stays kind. in our yard yes um she has she does bite a little bit yeah she knits like any I mean, she's puppy. a little puppy and um so we're teaching her to bite her toys not the furniture not the kids um <laughs> yeah not necessarily in that order. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just a really easy peasy. She naps a lot. Yeah. It's like going back to the, I, it is definitely like going back to the newborn stage because we just stare at her when she sleeps. I mean, I remember doing that with Penny and it's just, she sleeps so much. I can't even believe it. We, we have her on like a pretty consistent schedule that would have been like a newborn. Um, one, I don't even know if I've ever talked about this, but one of the things I was given advice right before Finn was born that this acronym, it's called easy. So you eat activity, sleep, and then it's you time. Mm. And I just like have always kept that in the back of my head. So I'm like, okay, that's what we're doing with this puppy. Basically. <laughs> Cause she's with, sleeping and now it's our time and yeah. we're recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah. She, she's more so than a newborn cause newborns you put on. Is it three naps a day or two? I think we I did have, two. I don't even re- with not with Penny. newborns. Not with, when they sleep a lot more than just two times a day. Oh, okay. two naps a day. Or we like transitioned her to. Oh yeah, eventually you transitioned her to two naps a day. Two naps a day. Mm-hmm. Like Jules, right now she's on her like she's got an early morning nap, a late morning nap that goes into the afternoon, mm-hmm. and she has the afternoon nap. She gets these like spurts of energy. Yeah, and then she's like crashes. Right, and so yes, it is. And the kids like really drain her they do and she loves romping around outside and it's it's been good so far it's been a nice addition and we're we're loving her so far (laughs) so the only reason why this is able to be made possible us having a dog is because john actually stays home and i know we've talked about this in a previous episode that we'll link in the show notes but we we made this decision because we've talked to, we've talked about getting a dog. We never said we were going to get one in this house. And once John started being home, we're like, maybe this is the right time because John is like the sole provider and the sole taker carer of this dog. I, I'm here for the, the, the snuggles. <laughs> I reap all the benefits. Yes, you do. Um, and that, that's just the agreement that we've come to with this. So because John stays home and I work full time, before this all happened, when I was a stay-at-home mom, I ran two different businesses. So I have my network marketing business, and then I have a freelancing marketing business as well. And when I went full-time, that's when things really had to switch because I could not maintain a full-time work schedule, full-time mom, and a part-time, like high, high part-time freelancing position. So that's when I had to ask John to be able to step in and really support in this business. And which meant for me, I actually pivoted my marketing to be solely, I I would classify myself as like the right-hand person to Christian female business coaches. So I was supporting them with systems and operations. And I still love doing that. I do that in my full-time job right now. Um, but 
then when I went full-time, we had to make the decision of like, okay, what do we do about this? And what are some other skills that we could actually tap into? And where's the market kind of looking at right now? And we had a client of mine say that she was starting a podcast. No, not even a podcast, a radio show. Do you remember all this? No, not really. Okay. So we had one of my really good clients. I think I've been working for her with her for almost four years now. She approached me and asked me if we knew of anybody who would be in a podcast editor because she is on a nationally syndicated radio show, multiple, multiple networks out of Texas. And she is then transferring it over to a podcast. And I was like, well, I know podcast stuff. Like I listen to podcasts. I'm learning more about it. And then I like told John, I was like, oh, isn't this fascinating? Like this client is looking for this. And he's like, well, I could do that. And I was like, what? Because what, explain a little bit more about like your background in it. Well, I had to learn podcast editing Mm -hmm. because we have our own podcast. (laughs) Yes. And so like it's a skill now and Mm -hmm. now it's a monetizable skill. Yeah. Because so many people are looking for people like to sit down and edit something Mm because it it can take a long time. Yeah. And it's one of those first things when you're growing Mm -hmm. that like people offload onto other, Mm -hmm. other people because it's easier. It just makes it more simple. Like you just record it and send it. Yeah. And then they fix it, make it all fancy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Make make you sound professional. That's what I like to call myself. (laughs) I make other people sound professional. Yes. And so, yeah, like I was already learning it for this. Felt like I was doing decently. Mm -hmm. I've heard feedback that our (laughs) podcast. We don't need to go into that. Is decent or has good sound quality, which is like my primary goal anyways yes and so like i was like i i will learn the skills that Mm -hmm. i need to actually provide this for other people and Mm -hmm. so we've kept growing in that yeah so when we got asked the question of how we actually like make make this work it's a lot of teamwork it's a lot of google folder (laughs) a lot of google folders and being on the same page about a, a couple different things and um your sister and her husband, Libby and Luke, do this so well, too, because she kind of just shows up and does what she loves, and Luke handles all the back end. And we're going to be having him on the podcast to talk about other things in the future, so stay tuned for that. And that's kind of like what we do. So you show up to do your strength of what you're great at, and then I do all the back end, all the customer service. I'm the forward-facing person that they know of. They just know that my husband, John, is the one who edits it. So it's so funny because you'll be editing podcasts and they'll pause and be like, John, can you take all this out? Yeah. <laughs> I made a mistake. John, please take this out. And well, originally it was like for a couple of clients, they didn't yeah. like first know my name. Yes. And so they would say, okay, podcast editor, please put this out. And I'm like, you, I, I would tell, go to Carrie and say, you know, like, can you just ask them to say, hey, John? Yes. Can you please take this right. out? And it was, so it was, it was always awesome to like, I would listen at like three speed to like mm-hmm. see where I, there was any gaps and mm-hmm. it would just, I'd get hear that like, Hey John, <laughs> really fast. Really fast. Yeah. Um, but then like, yeah, I just, I, there are like some interesting perks. It was just like things you would never actually listen to on your own spare time. Yes. I was going to say we edited, we had a client who owned like the parenting Yeah, and she was such a delight. We've talked about her before. Oh yes. Yes. Um, such a delight to be able to edit, but like learning a lot of stuff through parenting because of her. And it's just been so wonderful. Um, with that, with us being able to work together, one of the 
hardest parts for me in the way that I'm wired. And I think one of the biggest learning curves that we really had to get on board with was setting a schedule. And if things are not scheduled, things don't get done. So like this recording happens at a specific time every single week. So that way, that's the only reason why we've been able to stay consistent. And I know so many people are like, how can you even stay consistent after almost 50 episodes? I know we're almost at 50. Um, And it's because we have it on a schedule. So I know for you, you have like certain days of the week that you edit podcasts to make sure they're set for the specific time. But it took us a while to really get into the groove of that. Yeah. And that took a, that was so frustrating for me in the beginning because I'm like, okay, I've given you this project. It needs to get done. And I don't want to feel like a, a boss and employee relationship with my spouse. Like that's not what we want. So being able to us come together, find a good schedule that's going to work for John, because ultimately John's home with the kids still. So it's not like he doesn't have anything going on during the day. So he has nap times and rest times, like being able to set aside for him to be able to do this. So he had to be strategic about what specific days he was able to get it done. I felt like your expectation anytime we came to like, if if it's dropped in a folder, mm-hmm. uh, edit it right away so that it can yes. be ready right away. Yes. Where like for me, I have the due date in mind mm-hmm. and I don't procrastinate. Like I know when I need to do it. Yeah. So for like our podcast, we record mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. I edit it on Monday because mm-hmm. it needs to go. It needs out to be, the following Thursday. Yeah. Following Thursday. And so if it's not out by that Monday, like, okay, now I need to use bedtime mm-hmm. in order to edit it and put it out yeah and so like for me i have i have my own like mental time schedule mm-hmm. yeah which wasn't always communicated with carrie mm-hmm. she had her own time schedule yeah that wasn't always communicated with me yes once we <laughs> realized okay this is our time schedules mm-hmm. carrie came around of like okay i'm gonna have the show notes ready i'm gonna mm-hmm. have all it ready so r- when you get it done i can uh be prepared to uh have it publish i was gonna say you don't even you don't even know whatever that is called (laughs) that's one of the blessings of this is i don't even inform him of any of the next steps he just needs to edit download it from the folder edit it and upload it back into the folder and then i take care of the rest which is i mean that's how the skill set works is that you're able to stay in your zone of genius and then i can focus on doing it for other people too and doing it for our podcast and i going back like throwing it back to network marketing days when that was a huge portion of our life. I think one of the biggest ways that you really supported me in that is being able to be with the kids while I went out and was able to go make money through my network marketing business. So that's another way that we've had to work together and being on the same page about that. And I know that if I were to look back within the last four or five years ago, there were times where I just went off the rails I, there was no boundary, no communication. I just put it on the schedule and I said, well, this is when it is and you just got to deal with it. And then we finally had to come into a rhythm of like, actually only yeah. on this day and this day, are you allowed to actually have something? <laughs> right. Because yeah, like if, especially for Carrie, she is very money motivated. And so if there's no um, boundary of like, okay, this is the days that we will set aside for this, then mm-hmm. you fill all of your days. Yeah. Um, I think... Like for myself, I'm not that money motivated. I I am like, what am I? It's it's progress, but I don't yeah. know what like cleaning 
That is that is progress. Is that cl- progress? Yeah, because it was dirty and now it's clean. I suppose. <laughs> or may, maybe that's more of a completion, like okay. the finished yeah. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. That motivates me. And so like for me, I still have to take days off from cleaning because then if I don't, I get too consumed with it. Mm-hmm. And I th- there's like, um, what's the saying of like, sometimes good things can become God things. Yeah. And so like, Simple things like cleaning mm-hmm. can become God things. Mm-hmm. Making money is an obvious one because, like, the Bible obviously talks about that. Yeah. But, like, humans are idol factories. Mm-hmm. We will create an idol out of anything. Uh, so find harmony in everything. <laughs> yeah. And in everything, love others. <laughs> <laughs> so, all, all this to say that if you are thinking about being in starting a business or wanting to go do something with your spouse, you've got to be able to communicate what your expectations are. And that was something that we did not do right off the bat. And a lot of times it was like bitterness when he wasn't getting things done fast enough to me. It was like in my heart because I was so mad. And it's because I actually never communicated what my expectations were. And I feel like that's like the underlying theme across this whole entire podcast is being able to clearly communicate your expectations and then allowing the other person to be able to respond to it too. It's almost like people need intentionality. (laughs) Roll credits. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it is. It comes down to intentionality. And what does that mean? Um, Communication. I feel Mm -hmm. like also knowing how the other person is wired. So knowing, not only knowing like how God wired you, but also how he wired your spouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carrie is a very go-getter, A-type personality. Mm -hmm. I am laid back. Oh my gosh. And it works out for vacations. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (sighs) It does, because I plan everything down to the T and I pack me and the kids. And then John just shows up. He doesn't know where he's going, but he just shows up. (laughs) <laughs> where am i driving this is why when john should never travel by himself <laughs> i have traveled by and myself so and i bad. i almost I, my phone died and so then that's a great story and i lost i didn't know where the hotel was well yeah and then you got to the tampa airport and you had no oh. idea where you were and we're trying to pick you up and i'm so frustrated it's my birthday and it was so funny though so needless to say, there are always, most of the time in relationships, two very different personalities that they end up complementing each other. So figure out like what John was saying, figure out where your strengths are, figure out where your spouse's or your partner's strengths are and being able to maximize those is going to be super key if you're wanting to go into some sort of business or start something together. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Complimentary, <laughs> complimentary roles, mm-hmm. not because we're complementarians but like because like we know what our strengths are yep. and are we go off of that mm-hmm. um because then if one person has a role the other person doesn't need to do it yeah there are shared roles out there mm-hmm. and um it's all so. about finding what works for you and your specific yes. <laughs> situation absolutely yes <laughs> so if you're finding yourself in this situation where you're working together um, a couple of questions that I've just been processing that you guys can process as well is what are the strengths that I bring to the table that will help this business thrive? What are the strengths that my spouse brings to the table that will help this business thrive? What areas do we need to clearly communicate with each other to set boundaries? I would also say what 
uh, if both of you lack in an area, mm-hmm. try to, that would be the first thing that gets outsourced. Yes, absolutely. And if you're not willing to outsource it, who is going to learn that area? Yep. And so like, yeah, having the communications, cause like, what is it? Something that like, I don't know. I, I can't think of an example. So like if ne- if both of us wanted to start a podcast but neither of us didn't it neither of us knew how to edit who would would we you'd have to have the conversation of if you're outsourcing that and paying it or bartering or somebody's going to learn it. So that no, that would be the conversation that of what that would look like. Right. We did have that conversation and I said, "Oh, I could learn that." Yes, exactly. So that's what it comes down to is just figuring out which roles are people are going to be able to take to make thing this as successful as it could can be. Right. Yay. So <laughs> if you and your spouse are in business together or are wanting to start a business together, I would love to know. I love this stuff and this topic so much. So feel free to shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Vaco. And we will see you guys in the next episode. You you do provide like free. Yes, uh, I do. So if you're in that spot and business wise, I do offer some free business coaching. So feel free to shoot me a DM and I'd love to be able to hop on a call with you. Yep. Woman of many talents. <laughs> I got lots of hats on. <laughs> okay, you guys, we'll see you in the next episode. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. As always, if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Baco. We'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast. And as always, if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode, feel free to go ahead and send them the link. And if you love this content, we'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcast. Until next time, we love you and we appreciate you. See you guys. Bye.